Hi everyone, I'm Caleb with Team Rockin' Cushions, and this is episode 8 of Rockin' Talk. The guest for today is Tyler Boone. Tyler is a singer, songwriter, and recently turned bourbon maker. Michelle Vanderwater and Allison Shaw sit down with Tyler to talk about his whiskey, music, and much more. Hope you enjoy! Oh boy! We're live! We're live! Woo! Hi everyone! Welcome to Rockin' Talk! Yeah! yeah! Hey! So excited! Thank you for joining us! Wait a minute! musician and bourbon maker very excited and of course you know alley cat here who's come along for the ride tonight <laughs> sorry queen is playing here we go because i'm having a good time i'm having a good time This has got a kick, you guys. This has got a kick. And oh, and it's spicy. Maybe start talking about how this came to be. Well, hold on. Let's get him to talk. Well, we will. But tell us a bit about yourself before we jump into the bourbon. Let who is Tyler Thomas Boone? (laughs) (laughs) My middle name. We brought Um, it in. We brought it all in. It's like uh, the Manchurian Candidate over here. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. Thank you guys. Thanks for coming. Yes. Um, So I'm a singer songwriter. And I guess you would call me an entrepreneur. Uh, and then um, I, I own a record label, so I do that kind of stuff. I have a twin brother. He lives in New York. Oh. Uh, he lives, Is it identical? Is uh, it identical so we were born like, uh, what? We're 30 years old, but I think back in. Oh, no, me too. I'm, thir- um, I'm almost 30. He, the, yes. The doc- <laughs> Nobody needs to laugh like that out loud. The, so. doctor, <laughs> the doctors definitely said we were fraternal, but uh, we were like totally the same. So I guess we're not identical, but if you saw me and him, you'd be totally confused, for That's sure. so interesting. Yeah. So did, did yeah. you play a lot of tricks when you were growing up? We would switch classes in high school, for sure. Oh, wow. And yeah. nobody noticed? Uh, yeah, but then the teachers would get super pissed, and then they'd be like, oh, I, I can do this because me and Tyler have known each other for a while. So <laughs> yes. just going to put my arm. That's amazing. <laughs> well, that's cool. So is he in the music business as well? No, he's it? a producer, so he like he's worked on like MTV, um, Viceland. And the New Yorker, he's done some really cool rock and roll stuff. That's um, awesome. His name's Hunter. Hunter. Hunter James Boone. Hunter James Hunter Boone, James everybody. Hi, Thanks for watching. Wherever you are, Hunter. <laughs> this Cheers. one's for you, buddy. So, Cheers. how did you start as a musician? Like, what were you drawn to a particular um, like instrument when you were? A yeah. Child, when, or? when did you know that aha moment when you wanted to be a musician? Was it what was it? I was. Remember, like uh, this would be like two thousands. You had like the. The big boom boxes, like the eight disc changer thing. Mm-hmm. Remember those, mm-hmm. like the big speakers. I had a five. I had a five. You had a five. You might have had yeah. it in the nineties as eight. well. Eight. Eight. <laughs> um, I was listening to Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, nice. that was it. That was it. That was it. 
It was the self-titled album. They're right? from my town. They're from my hometown, Coway, California. Yeah, I went to the same high school. That's oh, awesome. as some of them. That's <laughs> so you awesome. picked up a guitar and you were like, "I'm gonna be a rock star." Uh, I, I wanted to be in. I wanted to play battle bands in high school. Because mm. it, it was like all of the cool. I went to private. Or I went to the public school. It was like three thousand kids, and it was like the coolest thing. It was like every March or something, and yeah. so we played Metallica, uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit, and something else. So that was it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's awesome. And so you, did you form a band after that? or? Yeah, I was in like solo? a lot of shitty like metal bands and then hardcore came out. And so I, I, everybody went to that. And so we kind of, you know, talking about like the screaming, like the pig screaming. Yeah, of yeah. course. And so that came out. So we weren't cool anymore because we were playing Metallica. And so uh, I started playing blues. The ballad, the only Metallica ballads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like one, <laughs> like one. We played it. Uh, kind of is a balance. Everybody loves, everybody loves To be fair, Metallica one ballads. is kind of a it's ballad. Nothing else up. matters. Nothing yeah. else matters is a ballad. But but, it, but until Wild One hits that crescendo, it's kind of a ballad. It's right? really pretty. It's my favorite Metallica but, um, song. No, I, mean, I was just in bands, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing. Singer songwriter stuff when I was like 18, 19, because I was like in three bands and I started learning early that like you, you, you become buddies, you write songs, and then the band always breaks up and so you got to start all over. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I started doing, so I started paying people to be like, you know, if I had a gig, you know, back then I was like, I'll pay you $25. You know what I right. mean? Right. But yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's the magic recipe for how the Beatles are so successful is that they stay together. I don't know if you saw that documentary, but yeah. that was like, the key ingredient to like band succeeding is to stay together. So that was like a smart, you know, sure. a smart move. Yeah. yeah. The, um, so many great stories. So what was the first like, like major, like what was that first big gig for you? Like, what was that like? Um, the first cool one, uh, let me think. Um, oh, the first cool one, there's a venue in Charleston called the Music Farm. And so that was cool. It's like a thousand per seater. Uh, I used to play it every year on my birthday. So like my 21st birthday was there. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. But then the next thing after that, what was the, who was the first big person we opened up for? Oh, we opened up for uh, Old Crow Medicine Show. Oh show. yeah, the Old Crow Medicine Show. So that was a big deal. Love that, them. It was a festival called the First Flesh Festival. There's the only one tea plantation uh, in the Northern Hemisphere. And it's in Charleston, where I'm from. And so we said called the First Flesh. So it was the first flesh of the new tea. Mm-hmm. And so it would be like, it was Grace Potter one year, Ralph oh. Randolph. Uh, we had Need to Breathe, and then the first big one was Old Crow Men's Show, and then the next year was Ava Brothers and Cheryl Crow, and so uh, I used to help put it on. So, so you you also uh, opened for Christopher Cross. I did. So for Who is Christopher Cross? For Crow- I, asked, I asked the same thing when I got the Hold up! <laughs> what just happened? Just Sorry. now! Okay, we all have our special skills. Oh, Music isn't one of mine. Oh, so. my Sorry. God. I'm just going to say, oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, and so... Let me explain Christopher Cross for a second. Sailing. I am a yacht rock aficionado. A what? Yacht rock. <laughs> this oh, interview no. is over. We oh, have some education to instill right to now. Okay, back to basics. <laughs> anyway, yacht rock is like stuff that you would play on a yacht. I mean, it's everything from Steely Dan yeah. to uh, Player Baby Come Back to Ace to uh, Boz Skaggs. <laughs> Like so many people are uh, yacht rock, but what? But the the thing that the yacht rock is actually named after is is Christopher Cross and sailing. Yeah, sailing was just a beautiful song. I think it came out in eighty or eighty one, and it and it starts off with the you know the beautiful orchestra and, and sailing. It's in so many movies. Takes me away. Well, 
you seen the music video? He's like wearing a big old football jersey and I know straight up eighties looking. And he had so many other great songs. Uh, and he did the the theme song for Luke and Laura's wedding on General Hospital. For God's sake, yeah. my mom watched that thing religiously. Not that I was around, but I heard about it later on. <laughs> and uh, and he had he he just had some real Arthur scene. Yep. For the movie Arthur, he, he was a, he was great. I got to see them. Um, I think it was last year or the year before at the Hollywood Bowl with y- Yacht Rock. Of course, everybody Yacht Rock, Kenny Loggins and Michael McDonald. They came out. Oh my God, they were all playing together because they've all written together. And Michael McDonald wrote a bunch of songs with Christopher Cross, and Christopher Cross wrote with Michael McDonald, and Kenny Loggins wrote with Michael McDonald and Christopher Cross, and they all hits together, and it was mm-hmm. just it was just frigging amazing. But yes, I, I, Yacht Rock is 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 one of my favorite things i've just outed myself as a dork so (laughs) but yes i love i love yacht rock let's keep moving in tell us about that though what was that like that was cool so not to to go back to why you're like oh my gosh when i got the gig i don't know who he was either and so my parents were like oh my god we had his eight track and blah blah and then i became a huge fan he had a new record come out that year and it was really cool the first time i played hotel cafe Mm -hmm. uh and like a song of the round thing I became friends with this keyboard player who lives here. Her name is Kiki Esben. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I went to a cafe. She's a piano player. She came. She's played with Tracy Chapman, all those awesome people. But um, but the gig was at my last name's Boone. Funny enough, it was in Charleston at a place called Boone Hall Plantation. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And so it was a wine festival. And so it was really funny. Like I didn't care. It was like so cool. We had our we had our own trailer, all this stuff. But when we got there, though, Christopher Cross was like, he's not playing on my stage. And so they, they threw us off the stage and put us on a small one. You got thrown off by Christopher Cross. Yeah, but then he walked up after soundcheck. He was like, you can play, because he can shred the guitar. He's a mm, shredder. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, you can play guitar. I was like, thanks. And then my mom and dad got really drunk. I brought all their friends back there. It's this kind of rock and roll story. And they got wasted. There's tons of red wine everywhere in this trailer. And uh, his band and him come on there. And my mom and dad walk up to him. They're like, you know, hugging him. Like, oh, my God, I think you're great. And my mom says something to him like, how dare you not let my Yes, mom. <laughs> You give it to funny. him. And then I got banned for a year from the from Boone Hall because we destroyed the trailer. But it really it was his band. And, we, and I was like 22. I wasn't like up there. It was just my parents' friends. He's already how young he is. So. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. All right. Well, fun. awesome. You also um, you also have a company called the Artist Formula. Yep. So tell us everything that that, that company does. For sure. So Artist Formula started out as like a – just a name, you know, kind of like a lot of people, they'll start like a collective, it's not like a real label, you know? And then that was 2017, my buddy Sean Carpenter, he's awesome. Uh, he used to work at McGee, now he's uh, just doing his own thing, but. McGee uh, Entertainment? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was managing Vintage Doc Trouble. Doc McGee's my boy. Vintage Trouble. And, my, and Mark, Mark, you're there too. What? <laughs> what? Ooh, man, that stuff's strong. Um, we started 2017, and then 2018 and 19, it kind of popped off because uh, playlisting for Spotify was like becoming an idea mm. and so this is when I was living in Nashville but people didn't really get it and then so when we kind of pivoted and took off is we make playlists with ads but it's a very specific ad mm-hmm. like you go make an ad for you waste tons of money right? right and so but it doesn't go against Spotify's protocol because you're just spending money to grow something but it works and so like now we get hired by Capital and Warner and Sony and we need to have a rock and cushions Playlists, we get hired all the time to make playlists. I, I'm, make, I'm supposed to make a playlist. I will be making it. our playlist. What? I'm playlist queen. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. If you guys I'll want to play about it. I definitely, I, get, I definitely get first, um, you first know, yes. edits. Because <laughs> she doesn't even know Christopher Cross. There you go. She yeah, didn't know Michael McDonald or Kenny Loggins. Listen, everybody has their talents of the same. Okay. <laughs> 
I'm definitely more in the design field than the music industry. All right. Well, that's why I'm here because that's we're why. we're moving her into all kinds of fields. It's a good balance. It's a good balance. Um, okay, so, so we need to talk about the bourbon. Well, let's talk a little bit more about oh. Artist Formula. Tell me what's going on with that now. How many bands you're working with, and, what, and what's happening for you? Um, to be honest with you, like I probably have like 120 clients at the moment. Wow, it's insane. You are rolling in the you rolling. Well, we spell rolling with the homies. I'm just trying to pay off my student loans. So all right, <laughs> that is the main goal. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's great. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes, thank you. it's it's just we we offer. I used to manage a band, uh, Driving and Crying. Oh, that's yeah. we have talked yeah. about this. We've talked about driving and crying because they were a band back in the eighties. Eighty nine was their big record. They had the uh 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 um uh, God, Fly Me Courageous. Yeah, Fly Me. Oh my God! So Fly Me Courageous when I was a kid. It was a big record because I was like two in nineteen eighty nine. Um, basically, <laughs> we and we need to talk. Um, I loved Fly Me Courageous. I actually even had a little t-shirt. Somebody had made up a little t- a, a t-shirt made. It gave me a, kitty, a little uh, shirt. Um, and I absolutely love it. So, so fly me. Straight up 80s rock. Courageous. Yeah, I was, I really, as a kid, I really loved, I really liked hair metal, you know, as we did while still loving yacht rock. Loved it all. I was a big, 80s was, I think, was one of the best decades. 70s obviously was the mm-hmm. best decade for music. I mean, let's face it, everything came out in the, 80, in the 70s. Anything you could think of that's around now in some form came out in the 70s. Oh, sure. yeah, but, sure. it, but 80s had its big, you know, with the hair metal coming out and obviously with New Wave. Punk rock. Love mm-hmm. rock. Oh, punk rock was 70s. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like everything, even New Wave. I mean, you had the start of, uh, like, Duran Duran's first kind of thing was in 79 and mm-hmm. you had other bands that were that were in the late 70s from new wave that mm-hmm. were starting up um so, so i have a question so okay so your company manages bands or or do you well, well um well guess what i was getting at is i used to manage bands uh-huh. so driver crown was kind of like my guinea pig for uh artist format so it's like a la carte service thing mm-hmm. you know what i mean so um like the thing the thing that's cool about it is like i'm sure everybody and you know people that are listening uh, if you're a band, everyone's been screwed over at one point right. in their life. You know what I mean? Someone just does them wrong. And so that happened to me a whole bunch of times. And so when we started, we're like, hey, man, whatever service we offer, it's not like traditional PR. Like, hey, we tried. Thanks for the retainer, though, for three months. It's like, we paid you. Like, nope, we're going to get it done. You know, that's what always happens. So those, the services we have, it's Spotify, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, SoundCloud, and distribution. I would definitely say that when you are working with 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 companies like like you know other companies out there, make sure to do your research as sure. being in the music industry. I've managed a ton of bands. I've all, I've also worked with companies that have said they were going to do one thing or another, took mm-hmm. our money, and never did anything. So make sure you always you I know think that's pretty standard in entertainment. It's, it in is general, pretty standard, honestly, unfortunately. Sure. So so the thing about it is that you've got to do your research. Mm-hmm. I mean, like for me, I would suggest mm-hmm. anybody out there looking for companies to work with along these lines hit up some of the people that used to work with the any bands or anybody you know get, like get, a reference. get some mm-hmm. references and make sure that they're on the up and up um, sure. and so uh, yeah so la, 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 la. finally let's, let's get into the bourbon. the bourbon it is i just want to give my um can i just sure. give my my honest opinion sure. they're drunk already so i'm coming from tipsy. halfway sober perspective okay look at this beautiful she can't label. even hold it let me I'm help just her gonna say, i can't hold it i'm just from a design perspective i'm just saying this is a beautifully designed label no, and i really love how they've incorporated 
elements of um, where it's made, where the distillery is, which is in South Carolina. Yep. Is that right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So you've got like this very um, classic old-fashioned label, which is beautifully designed. And it actually, it tastes absolutely delicious. It's very spicy. It has a really nice kick to it. Mm -hmm. And it's extremely strong. So <laughs> let me... I haven't had a lot. I just had a little, you know, uh, a, a couple of nips. But um, <laughs> I'm holding it together. <laughs> so you were saying it's like one shot is actually two and a half shots? It's like a shot and a half. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. One shot is actually a shot and a half. So, so most stuff's 80. This is 117. Okay, oh! So, well, it goes no a long way. You really get your money's worth. So Ooh, yeah. this is it's, absolutely... And yeah. I, I'm so excited because mine's been signed. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's my guy. I don't have a sign one that'll just sit in my... <laughs> if I have people that come over, I'll give them bourbon. I, I, will, get, I will get you one. So no, tell us... Problem. I need to know this story. How, how did you go from being a musician to starting... Yeah, how did you get into the spirits industry? Sure. Yeah. So that was 2015. I graduated college. I was a late bloomer for college, like Van Wilder. It was like 2014. I should have graduated 2012. Graduated 2014. Kept doing the, the cover gig thing. I, I graduated in 2009. No one cares. I have a here, right? Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, 2015, I moved to Nashville. That's what I was getting at. And uh, I had a deal with Kenny Chesney's people. Uh. And so it was, um, it was very bro country. And I, I don't like that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so that basically is like they get like the best, you know, they'll get Allison Shaw. And then she won't write the record. You know what I mean? And then they get her a record deal. And then she goes to radio and it's number one. It's like, a, have you ever seen Sonic Highways? Yes. You know, they talk about Nashville, like the, the music road deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like Dan Arbach, Blackie's talking about it. And so like, it's very, it's like a, it's a, it's a machine. You know what I mean? And so they were, they just signed, um, uh, gosh, what's that band's name? Old Dominion, very mm. much bro country. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of like the next one. And so we had this big meeting, like the long table. And uh, it's right there in uh, by Losers and Winners. Have you ever been there before? Uh, probably. I've been. I've been I've... But anyway, it was just like a house. Everyone has offices on, on Music Roads in a house. And so we had the big one. And they're like, so who's your favorite country artist? And I, I don't really like a lot of country. And so I was like, I like Will Hogue a lot. So I was touring with him. Will Hogue. That's how I met Sean to start out his formula. Yeah. Because he was managing Will. And... Um, they're like, huh, he's not exactly country. He's like more Americana. Yeah. And so they're like, hmm. And so eventually I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And they're like, dude, it's totally cool. Don't worry about it. It was like, it was not a bad thing. But during that time, I was meeting with like all these agents and da da da. So I kind of had like just like a little buzz, I guess, going on in that kind of world. And so some dude came along. It was my friend's dad. And he was technically an investor, but then he wasn't. He's like, hey, man, we just started a spirit good name on it, but we'll be different. You'll own it. Not like an endorsement deal. Like Blake Shelton's got a vodka, Derek Trucker has a whiskey. You know, mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch. Like, um, Sammy Hagar's got tequila, you know. Uh, Ryan Reynolds has a gin he just sold for like I only got like almost a billion dollars. Yeah. $700 million or something crazy like that. A, that's the thing. You get acquired, so that's everyone's kind of goal, right? But um, but anyway, uh, it took me three years to figure it out, get licenses. I was so poor. I was working at, I was working at a liquor store, which now they actually carry it, which is cool. <laughs> um, so we took a big okay. picture. And it was really fun. I went back in there. We're on tour. Uh, and with this big band wrapped in it, and I was like, "Hey, Paul, the owner, like, remember me?" And he, in front of everybody, like the band, so I don't. And I was like, "No, <laughs> oh, man." <laughs> and then oh the was like, "Oh yeah, you're that kid that quit on Thanksgiving." I was like, "Yeah, that was me." Oh wow. Um, but I had six part-time jobs figuring it out, and then I moved into Charleston for eye surgery, where I'm from. And so I was telling my dad about, it. I was like, "Dad, I'm this close," you know what I mean? And he's like, "I was like, I put all this money into it, but I don't have enough money to finish." He goes, "Well, let me match you." And so. Uh, he matched me, and I paid him back in like three months because we sold out really quick. Because it was like it's always new when it's locally grown, you know. Yeah, homegrown people love stuff. that. So that's why we put the homegrown thing mm -hmm. on there. Um, 
And then we really got to work. And then two months later is when it all changed. We have an amazing female entrepreneur on our team. Her name is Pixie Paula. She's the majority shareholder in a company called uh, Terry Sentia. And so there's another company called MGP. They're like the same thing. They make um, bulk liquor. Mm-hmm. So like Bullet, uh, and I can go for days. All these big brands, they're from, like, actually Tito's is now MGP because they're so big. So people now buy yeah. bulk, right? And so right. her company does the same thing. They make Bob Dylan's Heaven's Door, uh, all this other stuff. So what she did, two months into it, she bought the place. And I was like, she was like, hey, I want to party. And I was kind of like, stay away. Like, this took me years. Who are you? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, no, no. Give me equity, and then I will pay for cost of goods, and then I will also um, uh, cover your licenses, licenses and compliance of shipping, and then you guys market it. And so that's our partnership. So whenever I get a, an order, she takes care of it, and then we have to make sure we go crush it. So we just got a broker. We're about to be in 23 states. It's popping off. We haven't really made a lot of money. All of it goes back into it. Right, of course. But I think, ne- and, and we survived during COVID. We just switched to all online sales, which was actually did pretty well. But now we're about to get like a whole bunch more orders. And then we're just, we just made a, like, it's like this big. It's a 1.75, so it looks exactly like that. Oh, wow. We have minis, and we're about to start pints. So every time we get a check, it just goes right back into mm. it to, you know, buy more advertising. We do a lot on socials. So. That's awesome. Yeah. So you have a real shock on your team. I don't yeah. know if you watch Shark Tank. I, oh, I, dude, I've I watched every episode Tank. of Shark Tank. <laughs> I'm obsessed episode. with it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's exactly what you needed is an investor, somebody who knows what they're doing in, sure. the, in the industry. Of course. I here. mean, obviously, if you have some money behind you, it helps a lot. So, like, the, th- the thing with us is we're still pretty homegrown. So, like, there was never, like, an investment put in. It's all, like, uh, you know, like, okay. cash flow. Right. So, every time we get something back, it just goes back into it. So, we never had, like, here's a big check. Go down, deal with it. Like, dude, I've spent every dime I made on that because I got to travel mm-hmm. I'll tell a retail store like, hey if you pick up 20 cases I'll come and hand sell it as the owner and then you know they're like hell yes yeah. so they'll buy it but then I have to travel you mm-hmm. know like I went to San Francisco uh, like a year ago and probably spent two grand on, on like a just going seeing stores and stuff but I had to buy hotels and yeah you know what I mean but you have to do it you know what I mean it's a company yeah. some things are you know are better than cash I mean obviously you know if you had a check for instance that would have like covered all your travel expenses but I think there's sure. like a real there's so much more value in having somebody who has equity and and they have an interest in your growth. And it, so, you know, if you, they can grow your company into a billion dollar company, they benefit much sure. more than just giving you a check. And yeah. I think and I think there's a personalization of you going around the country and actually meeting with these store owners and meeting and having that one-on-one connection instead of just shipping them stuff. I remember I used to have a magazine mm-hmm. and we would go and distribute ourselves around the Southwest states. And you would say hello. We, we knew all of our distributors, so like we would always go, and until we got picked up nationally, and then we they were doing it, thank God. But, you know, we would go to each state and drop mm-hmm. it off ourselves, and it was, that, it was that FaceTime and that personal connection that kept them loyal and letting us continue to yeah. sell. Yeah, it means a lot to them. Yeah. They'll freak out, like, you know, so now my dad's involved, right? And so, like, there is, like, a difference, though, because mm-hmm. when I shave my face, I look super, super young, right? And so the guy's been drinking whiskey and bourbon. Well, I mean, they'll be like, you don't know shit. You know what I mean? And I'm like, no, I do. You know what I mean? And so I have a hard time sometimes selling it. And so my dad comes in. He's like a you know, older guy. And they'll be like, oh, you know everything. So there's a, there's like a balance. You know what I mean? So how do you know a lot about bourbon? I mean, where, where's the first time? Yeah, know? when did you first drink did you bourbon? Get, Be and honest. Why, and you why, seven? Did you choose, why did you 19. choose bourbon it was, over well, 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 bourbon's hot. It's like if you have a whiskey, okay. But bourbon's like a little, it just sounds nicer. You know what I mean? And, that, and yeah. so whiskey can only be like, it's just basically whiskey comes out of the barrel and you can use that barrel a second time. With bourbon, every time you, you can make bourbon, it's got to be a brand new barrel. It's American white oak, mm-hmm. charred barrel, first of all. As we aged, it used to be two years, now it's six months. Um, but this is a year. 
um, and uh, majority corn. But bourbon, everyone assumes it comes from Kentucky. It does not. You can make it anywhere. You just have to have those rules placed in it. So, but bourbon is definitely hotter than whiskey. Wow. Yeah. That is so awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. This is, de- I mean, definitely you can taste that it's been, you know, mulling for six months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but she has nice. a thing too. Every guy the wants to. The flavors have really kind of developed. For sure. I call it for, uh, for bourbon drinkers like taste or alcohol because the, the proof is so high. Yeah. So, Oh no. oh no! Oh no! We've lost the questions. <laughs> Shows okay. <over. laughs> we're not really using them yeah, though. We're not really so using them. okay. Anyway, we're not cheating at all. Not at all. But, um, but anyway, um, um, as I'm looking down at the questions, do you have your favorite bourbon-based cocktail? Yeah. So we call everything homegrown, right? So right. We call it a homegrown mule. It's a Kentucky mule. So it's a Moscow <laughs> mule, but with bourbon. So it's uh, oh, it's bourbon, lime, ginger beer. Uh, and then you know okay what is your favorite ginger beer and you better say the one I'm thinking of I like I like but but no no it's it's got the tree on it it's like the tonic one you know what I'm talking about I don't know it's not the Australian one no I don't know what that is Bundaberg I never oh Bundaberg yeah it's in in the bottle it's in the brown bottle yeah it's got a bear I think it's got a a bear or a koala on it yeah no I've never had it never had it I will try it I will try it Okay, so tell me how you're marketing the bourbon, how it's getting out there, some of the successes that you had. Mm-hmm. Um, you're recently in, what, in Forbes or something? What were you in? Forbes? Yes. yes. Tell us about tell us about some of the successes and stuff that you've had. So last year, and it's all political. It's just like being in a band, right? Like you got to get certain accolades, right? And so we got... We're in a band right now. Yeah, we are. Cheers. Oh, time. cheers. There we go. Boom. Wait, I thought we were Boom. fist pumping it. That's what we do in a band. <laughs> and drink. Um... We got a gold award at the Proof Hi, Awards. Hi, Justin. Hello, Justin. I'm just saying hello to people signing in. Oh, I'm going to get some water. I stopped the storm. <laughs> well, you should know. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so we got a gold award at the Proof Awards in Las Vegas last year, so that was cool. Yeah. And the golds are, they're, they're not that easy, but they're easier. But this year, we got double gold in the New York International. There's like, in New York International, everyone submits to it, and there's like 5,000 spirits, and only six get it. Oh, wow. And so it's a blind test, right? So it's not like, you know, no one, you know what I mean? It's just, it's a straight you up, you just, you just find out. And with COVID, so they had this awesome video, if you go to the website, where they literally like dropped off bags for the, all the judges all across New York. Yeah. Um, they're all like, and, and when the judges are usually like buyers, so like, they're like, they're pros. Yeah. Um, so we got the double gold, and then the next night at like 3 a.m., I'm like, I always Google Boone's Bourbon, like, all right, what store, like, cause you'll find a store randomly, they'll post about it. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, my God, we're in freaking Forbes. And so that kind of changed everything because they go top six according to the New York International uh, double gold. And so we're with, like, Bullet and Russell Reserves and Jim Beam and uh, what's the other one, Wild Turkey. And so and we're the only one that's not, like, a household name. And so all these buyers that have been like, yeah, all right. Now they're like, hey, dude, what's up? Like, Flaviar, I've heard of Flaviar. Yeah. So they just picked us up. They picked you up? Yeah. Oh, my God, that's awesome. That was such a cool thing. You know, honestly, I think it's so interesting because you really do just need a little bit of exposure, you know what I mean, for everything. Like, it's it's not a matter of um, marketing per se. It's like you just need, like, people to know who you are and to taste your product and to experience it. For sure. That makes all the difference. I see a Rock and Cushions uh, bourbon collab. Oh my gosh. There you go. (laughs) That would be amazing. It'd be really cool. We gotta figure that out. I don't don't know what my, I would have to do a cocktail. For sure. Yeah. Something with ginger beer for sure. You know what we'll do? We'll have to come back and we'll make some cocktails. A Rock and and Cocktail? We'll do what? 
What what pairing food pairings do you think go good with bourbon? Uh, I love like charcuterie boards. Did I say that yes, right? Charcuterie. <laughs> Did I say that right? I love the cheese, word shark. Um, I can't spell uh, it. Charcuterie. <laughs> really good. Uh, blue cheese, I think. Um, Brie, so maybe a nice gouda. A bacon smoked, wrapped dates. Like a smoked gouda. Smoked gouda, Oh, A brie. It is good. Some yeah. always a nice pickled stuff. Creamy brie. Pickled stuff. Pickled stuff. <laughs> Uh, conchon, whatever those little pickles are called. Conchons? Yes, yeah. those. I don't know. Those things. Who's request? Oh. What does that say? No, that's nobody. Okay. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's right. Sorry to whoever's that's watching. Nobody. That's nobody. No one said no one. That's awesome. That's nobody. Keep going. Screw Terrible. Them. It's not anybody. I mean, yeah. I don't know who <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we need to put this away. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. So, <laughs> are you are you interested in like expanding your product range? I mean, what's after the bourbon? Uh, I mean, so the thing with like bourbons, right? Like you have or any brand really, you have like your flagship one, mm -hmm. and so that's going to be always the one, right? Mm -hmm. But then you know, especially in bourbons, even rums are into it too, where they have aged products, and so we want to eventually have a five, a seven, a thirteen, because. That is the thing when it comes to the bourbon whiskey. Like what I was saying earlier, like, like some guys don't take me seriously. Like, is that a thumb? Like a five, a thumb, the thumb thing? What do you mean? Well, I don't know. In liquor, they do thumbs. There's the thumb thing in one of the. Oh, liquors. you're talking about like the the wax? Yeah. I mean that's that's just like a that's just like their branding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like, like Maker's Mark has the, the wax on top. Well, and then the, the thumb. There's no no. It's like a thumb pour something. They call it some. Somebody oh, does it. Oh, a uh, um, a dram. Maybe, maybe, yes, it could be a, a dram. But um, but we're going to have an age product eventually. Now, are you going to get into crazy stuff like everyone is doing nowadays and make a bourbon seltzer? That's <laughs> our hard, hard Hell bourbon. No. Hard bourbon, you can dr take a can and walk on the streets. Absolutely not. Everybody is doing that now. Uh, there's one that's with Cutwater. It's like from San Diego. Yes, Cutwater. Cutwater. They, they taste good, but I would And there's yeah. White Claw. You know what, though? Here's the thing. That's considered like a beer, right? Yeah. And so that's a totally different... They're totally two different things because beer is sold in different stores. Yes. And then if you go to a grocery store, I mean, only because I have friends that own beer companies, the reason Bud Light and Miller and all that to dominate is because they have so much money, obviously. So mm -hmm. they can make a six-pack, a 12-pack, a four... You know, all these different SKUs. And then here's us with our new seltzer, and we get the one six. So it's very competitive. You know? yeah. It's a very shark tank. Like you'll, you'll never make it in retail. You know? yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kudos to you. I mean, you've done an amazing job just like, you. you know, getting above, like, you know, getting your head above water. And, and I, I guess I, I was going to say, like, you know, getting recognition. But I guess, you. you know, the so much of this is about... Um, I don't want to say luck, but about like being in the right place at the right time, meeting the right people, for sure. Getting people to sort of like you know be on your team that are, are going to be good for growing your brand. Yeah, that's our, like the difficult thing. Our distributor in California is like a new distributor, right? And so that's always tough because mm -hmm. it's it's very like, and I, I I hate those kind of groups like the good old boy type stuff. Liquor mm -hmm. is so much like that. Whereas this, these guys have been in for 30, 40 years, and Jack Daniels buys them off. You know what I mean? And so the new guy comes in, and what they'll do sometimes, kind of like being a band, you get signed to CA William Morris, you might just sit in the back and never get a gig. You know what I mean? But they picked you up. You know what I mean? And they're, but they're huge, so you say yes, you know? Right. So we, we were like, all right, we're not going to go with a big distributor. We're going to go with a small one because then we'll get more attention because they need to sell. And so it's called LibDib. They're a tech company out of uh, uh, San Francisco. Okay. And they just partnered with a big one now, so now their network is growing. But uh, Cheryl was the CEO. Like, dude, she is so freaking awesome. And we kind of tipped a little bit when COVID hit because all the reps can't go to the stores anymore. Right. right? 
and this is our rep is all online based so you just press a button buy it and it shows up mm -hmm. and so we were like kind of right right place right at the same time again so that's so. that's really interesting now with the covid phenomenon because how do you expect to or how do you anticipate reaching new customers when they can't necessarily go into a store and sample a lot of your products i mean are you shipping, yeah the like, sampling is kind of gone right now isn't it you, it's completely like yep. not legal to do in california and they've taken away all the buffets yeah. soup plantations so gone. are you gonna develop maybe like um like a subscription box with like samples i mean we, we have like, like online stores that do that yeah so. are you allowed to do like can you if there was Should. a subscription, we could put we could put mini bourbons in our in our subscription box i mean send it out. i think i you mean, just don't tell anybody about it yeah, <laughs> surprise! You I've get like a rock and cushion slash, you know. I'll just uh, say it's a shampoo bottle. Like, yeah, that's yeah. all it is. Send it, you know. Um, Slap a different sticker. But you can right. actually ship alcohol now through. It's what like, about giving away alcohol? What are the logistics behind that? Are you allowed to do that? Contest? Like if, if I, if I, oh no, for sure. I mean, you just once again, like if I go to the post office and I'm like, if I'm an idiot, I'm like, yeah, it's alcohol. I'm like get the hell out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just say it's like shampoo. But are you legally like <laughs> if we were to do a contest and give away like do some fun contests? Yeah, sure. I mean, what do you think? No one's gonna. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're gonna work on that. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely work on that. We're gonna work on a contest. Get you guys some bourbon. I'll, I'll get you guys another bottle, for sure. Yeah. Oh. For sure. Uh, that could be a little dangerous for me. That'll be my bottle now. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I want it signed. I, I kind of need to lock this away. So what are some of the, the what are some of the more interesting questions that bourbon drinkers ask you? Um, like what's your mash bill? You know, and so like, what 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 is what, what is a mash bill? What is that? <laughs> so, um, uh, so like, right here, it says like the proof. And oh the, yeah. So that's a part of it. Jesus, but then, all that alcohol in there. I know, uh, but if you read if you read this little, we need to probably make that bigger, right? Mm -hmm. But, um, it's like, what's in it. So like, we don't like you know, there's like bourbon pecans and stuff. Like it's a flavor. We don't do that stuff. This is just straight up what we did to make it. So it's 75 corn, which is very normal. Mm -hmm. uh, I think if it's 100, there's, I know a couple of brands that are like 100% corn, and it's too sweet, in my opinion. Um, so 75 corn, which also makes it a bourbon, majority corn. Mm -hmm. um, is then, it organic corn? Uh, yeah, this is actually organic. organic. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. Healthy. Organic. Um, yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> GMO friendly. Yes. <laughs> uh, 21 rye. So that's the spicy. Okay. And then four barley. So it's like vanilla, nutty. Yes, I love vanilla. Yep. So your mash bills goes in it. So a lot of people, they'll, they'll just do like a 75, 25 usually. We kind of chopped it up a little bit. So. Mm -hmm. All right. Any other interesting questions that like if viewers were to ask about bourbon, does anybody have any bourbon questions they want to ask? <laughs> I can't see it anyway. Yeah, it's so we'll get up there. No, anybody have anything? Lots of any... people are laughing at us. Are they maybe. really? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. That's okay. Um, maybe we should have a song. Play no, no, not yet. Hold on. Yet. Okay. I still have a few more questions about bourbon. Um, <laughs> where do you see bourbon with, with what's going on now? Where do you see this five years from now? And then I want to also ask you where you see yourself five years from now. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. So where do I see the bourbon industry in five years? Yeah. Um, well, it's super, super populated at the moment. If you go into like Total Wine, like Bevmo, their, their selection is not so big. If you go to Total Wine, it's always way bigger. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of brands and it's just like being in a band. Many bands start every year and then they don't make it. And so you got to like make sure it's a very like a Shark Tank question, like how good you are with your retailers. Like for example, we got Total Wine right before COVID hit and we were supposed to do 10 cases a store. There's 31 stores in California. Total, total, uh, was like 300, but anyway, for us, it was a big deal. And so I was like, oh my God, I'm going to plan my own little tour and sell them. As soon as I can, I'll just go to every store and hand sell them. Mm -hmm. Well, COVID couldn't do it. And then they changed it to one case. And so that was really bad for us. Right. 
because there's so many products out there. And so we had to just do like specific online ads in those areas where people would buy them. I would just have to like do, you know, a lot of just extra work just to move one case. Mm -hmm. Because if not, because so many brands come out of here, they'll just kick you out. Yeah. You know I mean? So it's very competitive. So I, in five years, it's going to be even more competitive. So for sure. Wonderful. Now, um, do you <laughs> yes. want to talk about pricing or, do you, or at least where they can find the bourbon? Uh, drinkboonsbourbon.com. Drink Boone's yes, Bourbon. We will put this in the description. We will put we that in when we post, post this, this uh, live. Drink Boone's Bourbon. I can't say that four times. Drink Boone's Bourbon. Drink Boone's Bourbon. Drink Boone's Bourbon. Drink Boone's Bourbon. Someone actually stole our website. It used to be Boone's Bourbon. Yeah, it was crazy. They're probably watching us right now. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys. That was, that was the whole thing. But yeah, drinkboonsbourbon.com. You can order a bottle online. Uh, and where does it ship from? Does it ship from South Carolina. She's from California. Oh, from California. Okay, okay. okay. that's, like that's cool. good. That's local. So. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Sure. Wow. All right. Awesome. So, what, what, so we have a special treat now. Um, as he's also an artist, For we've sure. we've asked him to play a song, yes. and he is going to play a song on one of my favorite guitars, actually, uh, brand which is Taylor. I love Taylor Brand. Oh. They're they're amazing. And all the people there are great too. Um, so Tim Godwin. Yes. So he. So we are going. We're just gonna sit here and fangirl out. Yeah. Over. We're just gonna ah, ah. fangirl out. I feel like we should have some bead bands. There should be some incense. We should pour some another glass. So you can oh, yeah, yeah. Someone has to drive. Tonight. I'm driving. <laughs> It'll be me. We're getting food after. We might have to order in. Well, awesome. This is, uh, it's called Paper Wings. I did this when I was living in Nashville. And you can do more money if you want. Okay, cool. All right, we're gonna, we're now going, this, the soothing styles of Tyler <laughs> Thomas The, the yacht rockness <laughs> of TV. It all came back to you. I went out and there's nothing that we can do I took a lot and I threw it in the rain But life goes on, I can tell that you're still the same well, I'll go and take my things Took it all except your little paper wings Going back to the things I used to love I look up, I know I won't see you above the paper wings. The paper wings, both our hearts, they must pay their dues. Well, I'll admit I'm excited I won't be seeing you. Yet hurts when we must carry on. I'll be gone in the morning still Singing this song well, I'll go in and take my things You took it all except your little paper wings Going back to the things I used to love When I look up I know I won't see you above We've all been here before so we gotta hold on I don't 
take my things You took it all except your little paper wings Going back to the things I used to love When I look up I know I won't see you That was about a girl dating in college. Okay. And I was really sad. And so I moved to Nashville. My roommate didn't show up. I was supposed to, my parents were there with me, all my stuff in this trailer. And we were going to drive back to Charleston. It was like this horrible situation. And so uh, my buddy Chris Wilcox is a songwriter as well. He just had an album drop yesterday, actually, which is cool. Congratulations, yeah. Chris Wilcox. Chris Wilcox. Yeah. <laughs> he's the man. Um, we went to college Charles together as well. He lives in Nashville. But uh, he's like, no, dude. He called me. He's like, we going out to Broadway tonight? I was like, no, dude. I actually have to go Broadway in Nashville? Yep. Uh, yeah, right? yeah. And I was like, no. I Roberts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ro no, Roberts is the cool Roberts. spot. Roberts. Roberts is the cool spot. Um, but he was like, no, nah, dude. I have an extra bedroom. Come stay with me. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> One more. Um, and so I lived with him. And the first day I woke up, I was so sex. I felt like awkward, you know, like I'm in his house. He has like his cousins or his roommates. And so um, I was the first thing I did. And uh, it was that, um, even though no one likes to talk about anymore because he was so such a douchebag, but Ryan Adams' cover of Taylor Swift came out. And so everyone was listening to that album. And so I was like, oh, this sounds like there's a capo up here, like with his telly or something, you know? And so I had an idea for that, and then I just wrote it. It was like, you know, it's like those, you've heard musicians, like, you just write it right then and there. Yeah. It just happened. And so mm -hmm. then I, that was the first song we recorded on DP, and it was really cool. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful song. song. Absolutely Thank beautiful. You. Beautiful. It was in a Bravo TV show once. Whoa. Which show? Which show? Horrible show. What was it? Uh, Not one of the Real Housewives is Bravo. The no. Real Housewives on Bravo? Yeah. No. God, my side friends that are addicted to that. Oh, my mom loves that It shit. is addictive. Okay, I'm just going to say <laughs> it's I don't okay. I can't. Don't stop, people. You won't be able to stop. No. My mom. What's it? Vanderpump rules. Vanderpump. Um, she's yeah. actually sweet. I've actually got to meet her a, a few times. I mean, I mean, she was nice to me. <laughs> I, I, I heard she's awesome. But I mean, yeah. but those Bravo shows are just funny. But it was called A Night with My Ex. And it was, I was actually in it. It was so bad. So, but actually, it was really funny. I was like, I don't want to do it. And so I was uh, hanging buddies with Steve O from Atlanta. Yeah. And so I just asked him a question. I remember I saw him. I was like, hey, what should I do? And he goes, well, Paramore got asked that all this shit all the time. Mm -hmm. right? He's like, and we would just be like, well, put their song in the show. And either they say no or they say yes. Mm -hmm. And if they say yes, it's like you had a job interview. You had to go do it, you know? He's like, they'll probably say no. And then they said yes. I was like, oh, shit. And then Taylor Guitars endorsed me. That's a wonderful. Because I, I, played on, I played it live on the show. That's great. That's Will so you do great. one more song for us? Because yeah. send us we out. have to hear. We've got to send us out with, with at least one more. For sure, yeah. Um, I'll play. Cool. It's called uh, Don't Let Me Down. It's kind of bluesy. Don't let me down. You're Sorry, open. not yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Changing, I'm on my way. Next city on the highway, all 
I was kicking, <laughs> killing it with the lap drums. Tell us about that song and what that was about. That I was super into Gary Clark Jr. Yes, I love Gary Clark Jr. Yeah. Oh we, we have my a lot of same, gee! Same. I saw him years ago. The first time I ever saw him was at South by Southwest. He was what in. Year? Oh God, maybe 13, 14, maybe th 12, 13. That's, that was like when I was like. Oh yeah. no, it could have been earlier. I mean, like uh, I, I, I'm. I mean, I think we, he played for us. I believe he did play our show when I used to. It was like bright lights that time. Huh? Like bright lights. I think so. Right. Like he played. Like he, he played for us years ago. So yeah, um, he was unbelievable, and he's, he's just blown up now. It's amazing. Oh, he's freaking huge. 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 He, huge. Uh, he wanted we the the venue that he's I, from Austin, right? Uh, yeah, he's from yep. Austin. Yeah. He's, he's so like, what's his face? Dole Bramhall the second. Oh, I he, love Dole Bramhall. <laughs> I love blues music. That's yeah, my favorite thing. Yeah. And he he kind of he produced that first thing. Well, he, well, he didn't produce the whole thing, but a guy named Doug who does all the Shinedown stuff did it, but. Um, but he definitely is like part of the Stevie Ray Vaughan type oh, circle. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Jimmy Vaughn, like there's an old video of Jimmy Vaughn playing Austin City Limits and like really skinny Gary Clark with his you know baggy pants. Yeah. Like, it's a teenager. He gets on stage and plays slide. Oh, it's really so cool. awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's neat. And so that yeah. song? Uh, I was just in Nashville. Uh, that song was, the, the lyrics are definitely about like, I mean, dude, I was living off a credit card. I was so broke, and so that was just about that. Like, don't give up. So, and, I, and then up. like the that's a great just like don't, don't give up, and that's kind of the theme for 2020, really. Yeah, 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 so. yeah, yeah. We rolled yeah. right into that. If you guys are out there, don't give up and drink bourbon and vote. Drink bourbon. I know. Don't give up first. Next so month it might be a little it. stressful. We're gonna get through it. We're gonna get through it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to get through it. Yeah. Well, speaking of also, I want to throw out a plug also, um, just because um, of how important, you know, music is nowadays. And Tyler, with you being a musician, you know how important it is for the venues yeah. um, out of, you know, through the pandemic. 
venues. the venues, save the venues. So one of the big things, uh, the initiative, and it's a bunch of my friends, which I actually love, is NIVA, the National Independent uh, Venue Organization. Uh, and they have a stage or a save our stages uh, uh, thing that they've been doing. They've got a huge concert coming up, which is really great. And uh, because we, we uh, venues unfortunately are closing left and right now. Mm. And some of them, on, well, some, Atlanta, some of the ones that you've probably played at. Yeah, and so they're trying to do everything they, they're to do they can to raise money to help these venues at least stay through until there's some more assistance for them or yeah. until we open back up. So uh, please check out uh, the Save Our Stages Niva um, uh, concert that's coming up. Foo Fighters, I believe, are playing. It's, a, like, it's like, uh, what's that one new kid? Uh, Portugal, Alec Benjamin. Alec Benjamin, Portugal the yeah, Man. There's so many, uh, so many. I know Reggie Watts is hosting. Uh, there's, Where is it? It's, on, it's virtual. Hold yeah, on. But I mean, I'm sure it's like the Forum or something. Huh? It's like... Oh no, they're playing in a bunch of different venues across the. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, nice. I think I think Gary Clark Jr. might be playing as well. I think, he, I think he is. Yeah, so so definitely check that out. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so as I'm trying to look up where it is, save our stages. There it is. Oh yeah, there it is. Miley Cyrus, Leon Bridges. Uh, yeah, it's on uh, October 16th or the 18th on Niva's next official week. YouTube channel. So nice. it's next week. Next week. Jesus, time is flying. Yeah, Jesus. So definitely do that because we <laughs> want to keep people like like Tyler playing. And and, and exactly. I think as we have a, as we have a musician on, I thought it was important to say that you know our stages are in trouble, our venues are in trouble. So please sure. help, please, please help. help, and watch the you know donate, help, and all that, so we can continue to see our favorite performers like Tyler play. Absolutely, Tyler. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so this much. Is so fun. Tyler, where and, and do they have? Is there anywhere else you want to plug where they can find you or anything else? Yeah, sure. TylerBoonMusic.com. Uh, drink, drink, bourbon. Drink, yeah. Drink, booze, bourbon. Drink, booze, <laughs> bourbon. Drink, booze, bourbon. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. I hope you had a great time. We had so much fun. Cool. Thank you. And please come back next week. We'll have a new guest and we will do it all again. So, yeah, thank you thank so much. Thank you, everyone. See you soon. Bye. Yay. Bye. Bye. Get it. Get it. <laughs> Get it. Thanks so much for listening to this episode with Tyler Boone. If you enjoyed it, be sure to leave a good review and follow us on all of our social medias at Rockin' Cushions. And you can always go to our website, rockincushions.com, to find affordable slipcovers for all of your IKEA furniture. On the next episode, Michelle sits down with Susie Eldridge, an interior design enthusiast and writer with a hilarious talk show called Two Tired Moms.